This video was brought to you by NordVPN. Today, US troops come under attack in the Middle East, China expands its nuclear arsenal, and the main suspect in the assassination of Haiti's president is arrested. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday the 20th of October. Fears of a regional spillover from the Israel-Hamas war are growing after US bases in Iraq and Syria were targeted in at least three separate drone attacks in recent days, and a US Navy ship shot down missiles fired from Yemen. On Wednesday, there were two separate attacks on the Al-Assad and Al-Harir air bases, which host US troops. The first attack on the Al-Assad base saw one of the drones intercepted, but it still managed to explode and cause some minor injuries and damage. Meanwhile, on the same day, two drones targeted US troops at the Al-Tamf military base in Syria, also causing minor injuries. Then on Tuesday, Iraqi police said that rockets had been fired at a US military base near Baghdad airport, but provided no further details. Although a US official said that one rocket was intercepted and another hit an empty storage facility. Add to this, earlier in the week, a civilian contractor died of a cardiac arrest at the Al-Assad base in Iraq during a false alarm. In response, Pentagon spokesperson Brigadier General Patrick Ryder didn't attribute these attacks to any particular group or groups. However, in the past week, Iran-based groups in the region have threatened US forces if they intervened to support Israel in the conflict in Gaza. In fact, on Thursday, the Pentagon confirmed that a US ship, USS Kearney, had shot down three land attack cruise missiles and several drones launched by Iran-based Houthi forces in Yemen, which were headed north along the Red Sea, potentially towards targets in Israel. However, they cannot say for certain exactly what the drones and missiles were targeting. Meanwhile, the Israeli army continues to bombard the Gaza Strip as the potential ground invasion of the small Palestinian territory aimed at destroying Hamas draws closer. Now, the UN says that more than a million Gazans have been displaced, and Palestinian officials say that nearly 3,800 Palestinians, among them 1,500 children, have been killed by Israeli airstrikes launched in response to the Hamas attacks on Israel that left more than 1,400 people dead. In fact, on Thursday, Israel's defense minister said that Israeli troops would soon see Gaza from the inside, hinting that a ground invasion was imminent. While over in the US, on Thursday night, President Joe Biden said that he was sending Congress an urgent budget request for military assistance for Ukraine and Israel. Early this week, Biden secured an agreement with Israel to allow humanitarian assistance to reach Gaza through the Strip's border crossing with Egypt. However, the long-awaited delivery has reportedly been delayed due to a dispute over the inspection of aid. The UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees has described Gaza as a hellhole and says that it's running out of time for these supplies to be delivered. Now, there's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us in your podcast app of choice to listen along.
Next up, a newly released report from the US military says that China is carrying out a major buildup of its nuclear weapons arsenal, putting it on track to exceed previous projections. Specifically, the Pentagon says that it believes that as of May this year, China has 500 nuclear warheads, around 100 more than last year, and putting it on track to have more than 1,000 operational nuclear warheads by 2030. For reference, the US has an estimated 5,244 nuclear warheads in its stockpile, and Russia has an estimated 5,889. However, in terms of the number of warheads that are actually deployed, it is lower, at around 1,500 each for both Russia and the US. So China's stockpile is considerably smaller. Now, the new Pentagon report is an annual publication required by Congress, and is designed to enable the US to keep track of the growing military capability of China, which the US sees as a major long-term security challenge. As such, the report also warns that China is almost certainly learning lessons from Russia's war in Ukraine about what a conflict over Taiwan might look like. The report's release comes ahead of a potential meeting between Joe Biden and Xi Jinping in November at the Asia-Pacific Economic Corporation Summit in San Francisco. Next, one of the main suspects in the 2021 assassination of the president of Haiti has been arrested after more than two years on the run. Joseph Badio, who was arrested outside of the Haitian capital, used to work in the Ministry of Justice as an anti-corruption official, but was fired a few months before the killing of the president in July 2021, which plunged Haiti into a political crisis. Now, Badio emerged as the prime suspect shortly after the assassination, as the team of Colombian gunmen who were arrested for the killing told the authorities that Badio had given them the orders. And despite them knowing who they were looking for, Badio still managed to evade authorities for years, while dozens of others in Haiti and the US were arrested for their alleged involvement. Just last week, a former Haitian senator pleaded guilty in the US to charges related to the assassination, but has not yet been sentenced. Then, earlier this year, a Haitian-Chilean businessman was sentenced to life in prison by a US court for his involvement. As such, the arrest of Joseph Badio is significant. As one Haiti expert from the CEPR said, Badio could well be the key link that connects the ongoing US case, which thus far has been narrowly focused on those with ties to Florida, with powerful actors in Haiti that have thus far remained hidden. Next up, Canada is currently withdrawing 41 of its 62 diplomats from India amid the ongoing feud over the murder of a Sikh separatist. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said that there were credible allegations that the Indian government had been involved in the killing of Hardeep Singh Najir in Canada earlier this year. In response, the Indian government rejected the accusation and described it as absurd. This latest round of developments, the withdrawal of Canadian diplomats from India, comes after Indian authorities threatened to revoke their immunity, which Canadian officials said was a violation of international law. As a result, Canada will have to limit its diplomatic services in India due to a shortage of staff in the country. Finally, we end with some uplifting news from Norway, where the health minister has announced that there were zero registered cases of cervical cancer last year among 25-year-olds, who were the first cohort of children to be vaccinated against HPV, 
which can cause types of cancer, including cervical cancer. At the age of 25, women in Norway become eligible for the cancer screening program. So last year was a prime opportunity to assess the effectiveness of the widespread vaccination of young people against HPV. Now, while there aren't usually many cases of cervical cancer among 25-year-olds, last year was the first time in 20 years that no cases were seen at all. That's all we have time for today, but before you go off and have a wonderful weekend, I just wanted to remind you that our videos this week are brought to you by NordVPN, the company that have your back when it comes to online safety. It's an unfortunate reality that online scams and phishing attacks are on the rise at the moment, with us constantly bombarded by emails from our banks, social media accounts, and annoying newsletters we forgot we even signed up to, it's easy to click the wrong thing. And one weak link can compromise security and bring things crashing down. With the protection of NordVPN though, you can use their threat protection features to identify potentially suspicious links. And even if you did reach a suspicious website, NordVPN's data encryption tools will protect against a number of other attacks, including malicious man-in-the-middle breaches. Even if things do go wrong though, NordVPN's dark web monitoring service is always scanning your details and passwords, and can actively notify you before you even notice something has gone wrong. Plus, if you sign up now for a two-year plan using our link, you'll not only get a massive discount, but you'll also get four extra months totally free. Now, we've been told that sometimes when people hear us talk about NordVPN, they just open up a new tab and start searching, but don't actually use our link. Now, I'm certainly glad that they get to use the service regardless, but you only get the discount and you only support the channel if you use our link. So if you're trying to improve our journalism by signing up to Nord, then use our link when you do. That way you'll get their great service at a discount and support TLDR.